1: The following podcast is a production of the Factual Data Creations facility. All views expressed are those of the hosts. Welcome to episode 138 of the OFMT podcast, titled It's Almost Over the midterm election cycle that is something is strange about the attack on House Speaker Pelosi's husband Paul not much information has been coming out on the incident and what information is coming out is contradicting it's as if the story was being shall we say scrubbed before final release <clears throat> the communist party of china owned tiktok social app is again under fire this time with the federal communications commission whose commissioner recently called for its banning. I remember when former President Trump also tried to ban the app, but back then, for some reason, that was seen as xenophobic. You know, China bans most U.S. social media apps, and those that it doesn't outright ban, it severely restricts. There are reports that Hollywood Howard Stern has actually left his house for the first time since the COVID lockdowns. The former shock jock turned liberal cause champion attended a dinner with some upscale hollyweird types. A real man of the people. Elon Musk lays off 50% of Twitter's workforce and is promptly sued by them. Myself, no sympathy for those overpaid, coddled babies. Welcome to the real world, kids. tech news. Amazon has rolled out a new Prime Music app, expanding the song count to over 100 million songs. That's up from the 2 million songs Amazon offered previously. Oh, have I mentioned that this is all ad-free? Also ad-free are podcasts, unlike Spotify, whose premium subscribers, even though paying a subscription fee, still have to listen to ads on podcasts. I've played around with Amazon Prime Music a bit since it was released, and it seems to be following the free-tier Pandora format, where you get fed a playlist based on songs you have played in the past. But again, no ads. Something you'd have to pay Pandora $4.99 per month to have. Podcasts work like any other podcast app, where you can search and follow whatever podcast you want. Besides the playlist style, which I don't care for, this is a... uh, Pretty solid update. Sad news. Port one out for one of the best messaging solutions ever created. Google's Hangouts. November 1st marked its last day. When I was an Android user, this was my go-to communications app. Heck, I think I even used it on iOS. It was the first app that combined text, video, and chat all in one place. Google seemed to despise Hangouts, so, though, and tried to replace it over the years with various failed apps. Remember Allo? No. I barely do. From now on, you'll be using the Big G's chat app, alongside Messages for texting, Duo for video calls, and Meet for group video calls. I don't know about you, but I preferred the all-in-one solution Hangouts provided. Hey, but then again, what do I know? I'm just a boomer with a mic and an attitude. <laughs> by now you've heard of Elon Musk's takeover of Twitter. I mean, if you're online, you just can't avoid it. I'll spare you a recap of all the drama and cut right to what I find interesting. And that would be Musk's resurrection of the Vine app. You do remember Vine, don't you? No. Well, if you don't, Vine was the first short-format video app that found some success until non-Musk Twitter bought it and let it die on the Vine. Hey, see what I did there? (laughs) I'll be here all week. I really like this app and posted some weird but kind of popular stuff on it. A lot of YouTube creators and influencers got their start on Vine. Musk plans on making Vine a competitor to TikTok, which, as far as I can tell, is just a polished version of Vine. If Vine does come back, I'd give it a try. Hopefully all the freaks will stay on TikTok, if that app isn't banned, I guess. tech I'm using. I turned off the overnight blood oxygen monitoring on my aura ring like I said I would. While this has allowed me not to run out of battery charge, the ring is still under 50% charged upon waking up. You know, this is really unacceptable and I really hope it's fixed via firmware update soon. It's been a little over a week with my new M2 chipped iPad Pro 11 inch. I wish I could tell you about vast differences in power compared to my now-traded-in iPad Air, which was not M-chipped, but alas, I I just can't. For my main uses, which is web browsing, email, word processing, and content consumption, I perceive no differences except for the brighter and, of course, better screen. Even the vaunted 120Hz screen refresh rate is not noticeable to my eyes, At least I should be able to get more updates than the old air before it's put on the obsolete list by Apple, like my 2015 iMac was this year. If I have money next year, I'll get the 24-inch iMac I've been talking about for a while now. But I guess time will tell. Entertainment news. This economy is even taking a toll on the entertainment industry with HBO canceling Westworld, a big money show that bled audience big time during the show's fourth and I guess what is now its last season. Expect cuts from other streaming networks shortly. And speaking of HBO Max, come January, I'll be dishing it because I'm getting rid of the expensive DirecTV stream service, which gives me HBO Max as well as stars for no extra charge. I'll probably go with Hulu Live TV, which is half the price of the DirecTV stream package I currently have. I'll be also giving up regional sports channels, which means the Yes Network, who carry the Yankee games. Oh well, I'll be on a fixed income, so I have to cut expenses. I'm keeping Paramount Plus slash Showtime and Apple TV Plus for now. Netflix will also be getting the axe. Now, the jury is still out on Peacock because I'm only a couple of months into the year I paid for, so I have some time. So I guess time will tell. Podcasting news. Well, one of the OG podcasters, Evo Terra, who hosts, or should I say, hosted the long running, as in nearly 600 episodes, podcast, Podcast Pontifications. He just announced on his latest episode that it will be the last. He stated that the podcasting world has changed dramatically and that from his position as a now-rare independent podcaster, he can no longer offer opinions or accurate predictions on where the podcasting world is headed. Preach, brother. I've been doing this for only three years, and I can tell you that podcasting has gone from a nice, cozy audio service dominated by independents and a few company-backed shows, mainly news organizations, to something resembling professional radio with the ability to time shift. As was predicted by a few pundits back in what's called The Day, the independent shows have either been bought out by big companies or pushed out to the fringe. I don't pull half the audience numbers I did in the first year of the OFNT podcast currently. I've improved the audio, added effects... I actually have a format, and I believe better content now than I had in that first year. The problem is standing out enough to be discovered over the profit-driven, celebrity-hosted shows with staffs of dedicated writers, editors, and engineers. It's very hard to do that. Yeah, I know, I'm I'm whining again. I still enjoy making the OFNT podcast, and will continue for the foreseeable future doing just that. As far as future equipment... I'd just like to get my hands on a Rode RodeCaster Pro to simplify my recording chain. That's about it. With my retirement less than two months away, I don't know when or if this will actually happen. Time for the rant. The midterm elections are on Tuesday, November 8th, which is next week, and I can't wait for them to be over. The mainstream media... Or nothing more than the publicity arm of the Democratic National Committee, bought and paid for by Big Pharma, have been ratcheting up the hate for anything or anybody not favoring the Democrats. We even had a so-called presidential scholar claim that if the Republicans manage to gain control of Congress, your children will be rounded up and killed. Then you have that sorry excuse of a puppet president giving yet another divisive speech. I've been around for a long time, but uh, I've never before seen the demonization of about half the country. Basically, any Republicans are labeled extremists, along with parents who dare to want to say in what their children are taught at school. Well, Jim, don't watch the MSM, you might say. Just search the Internet. Well, in regard to that, new leaks from the Department of Homeland Security have verified what many have suspected. The government is censoring information available to the U.S. public, along with their friends in good old big tech. It has been demonstrated that if you do a Google search for a Republican candidate, their website won't show up on the first page. Instead, you'll get the opponent's website served up first. In fact, bigwigs in big tech like the odious Bajaya Gade, recently fired from Twitter by Musk, had weekly meetings with DHS about what to censor. A text to DHS from Microsoft stated that big tech should get used to working with the government. The Federal Bureau of Investigation, better known as the FBI, has a private portal with Facebook where they can go in and censor away. And the only things that they censor are opinions of conservatives. In fact, the same goes with DHS. All censorship appears to go in one direction. Speaking of the Politically weaponized FBI and their bosses over at the DOJ, it has come to light that they purposely stalled the investigation into the Hunter Biden laptop and have reassigned agents from child molestation crimes to concentrate on white extremists. Make no mistake, in my opinion, there is a war on straight white Christian males. Maybe that explains the explosion in trans women. To all non white males, what do you think will happen once they vanquish white males? Well, they'll be coming for you. Well, that was a happy wrap-up, wasn't it? Episode 138, Pre-Midterm Election, is over. Hope you enjoyed this episode. I enjoyed making it for you, and hope you found it worth your while. You can always contact me at OFNTpodcast at gmail.com if you're so inclined. You can tell me what things you liked or disliked about the show. I'd love hearing from you. I really, really, really would. I'll see you next week. Remember, don't listen to what they say. Watch what they do. Now, make up your mind on who to vote for and get off my lawn. I'm out. Stay skeptical. See ya.